0: actually know if we're talking is to start talking and we're making red dots we pushed a red dot all right it's mm-hmm. happening
1: guys who's on the show today
2: well, that's max.
1: Hi, yes, max that's me max fronin the um, max fronin yeah
2: <laughs> you got max fronin and dusty michael from for the sake of racing what a weird name
1: it is a weird name
0: uh it's it's a cool name i guess i i like your i like the videos that some of you guys have put out you know who, the more who does the videos
2: Oh, that's Nick. Yeah. Okay, so there's four of us. We're all Purdue, right. semi grad and grad people from Purdue. Some of us are graduated, some of us are not. Nick is on the team. He's also going to Purdue, and he has the Rad, 1969.
1: Split. Well, he, he's got he's got three of those uh, triumphs. No, well oh, I'm talking oh, about oh, the camera. The, oh, the camera. Oh, I don't yeah, know. Much he's about those. Yeah, he's got old triumphs and old yeah. cameras.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What a terrible life choices your friend's man? Oh uh, yeah,
2: and then he he races a Mercedes. So yeah, so you guys
0: mean, uh, we got to know you guys this year.
1: Did you guys run with us at all last year? Um, no, we're no, fresh. Yeah. Fresh yeah, fresh to and grid life. Yeah,
0: so we, so this this red. What was the first race? Midwest
1: or Mid- uh, Midwest West? Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, we melted but, down the engine.
0: Yeah, this mm-hmm. red, this red old Mercedes shows up, and I, I said to James, "I'm like, is that a 190e?" And he's like, "Dude, it is." And he's got a real thing for 190es, and. Uh, uh, so you guys have raced in lemons, correct? Right, Champ Car, Champ Car. Yeah, same. Yeah, Max takes. It I've close done a both. That. It's right yeah. the same. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, so what's the details of a Champ Car one ninety E? Like, what is that like to live with? And how did you get it? And why? Well, do you it wasn't do it? arbitrary.
1: Yeah, we actually uh, did put a bit of effort into deciding on that car. Based on uh, unlike lemons, there is a uh, mm-hmm. like a point structure right. for uh, you know how you're determining how you're going to build your car. Yeah, with mods yeah. and engine swaps and all kinds of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And so our car started out at 325 points, okay. where a lot of other cars start significantly higher. Yeah. So we went with the, uh, the approach of saying, well, with 325 points, we've got 100 170, 175 mm-hmm. to make the car competitive better yeah, yeah better you know maybe in some of those ways we can make it better than you know the ubiquitous e30s and integras yeah
2: this is like the forza game right like if you yeah. want to build a really good right. a-class car you start with like a b or a c-class yeah. 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 car build right. up to it yeah you, know? yeah, exactly. you got to add those uh, ebay
0: coilovers <laughs> you you got to have points <laughs> exactly. for those uh, what is it a factory engine or
1: yeah so uh, we started with a um a two six inline six one okay. with a five speed um <clears throat> and then pulled out the two six Okay. And put a three liter in it. Okay, and we've swapped back and forth a few times on those motors, but we, we swapped
2: them because we had to. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we didn't really have a choice on that one. So
2: we but we shredded an oil cooler line at Midwest Festival yeah. this year, right. um, and then our driver wasn't able to follow the gauges too well, and so we melted the engine down there. That's um, a bad day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, Gingerman's a place to blow engines. So I mean, but it can be. It can be. <laughs> so we did that, and then we blew a head gasket at NCM later that season. Right. Because well, that was that yeah, was Champ this, Car race. Yeah, yeah champ, champ Car,
1: yeah. yeah. So we blew the head gasket at NCM which was our first Champ Car race of the season. Okay. Um where uh, that melted down the uh, the 3 no, the two two six. And yeah, we went back to the two six because we had one of those available to us and right. then uh we ended up putting in a three liter that we pulled. Well, it
2: turns out they don't have head gaskets for these straight six engines in an auto zone. Yeah, they are They're zone, just right. not in <laughs> stock, you know? It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but they do stock these engines in
1: junkyards. Yes. All, in- all around the country.
0: Is that an engine that came in multiple different Mercedes chassis or?
1: Yeah, so the one ninety never got the uh, three liter, but okay. the one two four chassis, which is the very common E class, right, from that era. Um those are almost all that M103 okay. motor with the three liter.
0: Okay, I don't know anything about Mercedes of that generation except for I like the lines on a 190. Like I've always thought 190Es were rad looking.
2: Well, That's they they look they look very well on track against the E30s, which yeah. is like yeah. the biggest competition yeah. when it comes to. Champ Car yeah. uh, and, and that kind of like right. know, crap box racing. And so we think we actually do think it's really kind of fun that there's no E30s in GLTC yet. Yeah, I don't know why we haven't had any of those yet. <laughs> we got to get some of those. At, uh,
1: at the last uh, Gingerman race, there was what, like four 190s there and not a single E30? Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there, was, there was some in HPDE and... <laughs> Uh, yeah, no no E30s. There are, I think they all got chewed up in Champ Car and yeah. chump Car <laughs> well, <I'm> drifting right <laughs> and in lemons, <laughs> uh, my, my first lemons race, like in 2011 or 12, there was probably 20 E30s out of it was like one out of five cars, there was like 100 cars of gingerman, and there was 20 E30s, and they all got beat up and they're all crashed. and I think I literally think budget racing like ate all the E30s, and now they're worth like
2: 8,000 bucks. Oh, yeah. so. But we are changing yeah. the engine again. Oh yes. what are you doing to it?
1: So we're putting in a dual cam inline six. Okay. It's a 2.8. Okay. Um, it is a Mercedes motor. Right. Um, same uh, same architecture for the block as okay. the one that's in there right now. It's a M104, and we're going to be able to rev that thing out and make a little bit more power what on the top of, end. What,
0: what kind of RPMs do you rev those to?
1: So this has a hard cut at 6,800. Right. Whereas and we take it to that, yeah, we will take it to that. <laughs> okay. Whereas right now there's no point in revving our motor over like six. Really? Yeah, with the single can, just pretty doggy. Yeah, up top, you just huh? you just fall on your face after that.
0: Yeah, what's the trans in the in the rear end like? Is it all factory stuff?
1: Uh, so our trans right now is um, one of the trans for the 190. It's a uh, um, it's not the Cosworth. It's not anything special. It's mm-hmm. a seven one seven. 411. If anyone wants that technical, <laughs> are <laughs> they strong? What? Are they, yeah, uh, they're, uh, they're not very strong. No. And they also do not have a great shift feel, but they're we available. found out that the uh, the uh, synchros are made of cheese, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's where they seem to fail. So now it sounds as,
0: like yeah. a dog box, so that's yeah. cool, yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> but they are cheap. You they can are get very cheap. For how much? Like what 200,
2: bucks.
1: 200 Okay, bucks, so. yeah,
0: yeah, that, that's a huge plus in, yeah. the, in the world of like you know, I don't have a million dollars racing, like just cheap usable consumables oh, it's yeah. I, well especially when the hard parts become consumables like they gotta be cheap
1: right yeah. well you were saying you've got a basement full of transmission yeah so 27 got, yeah, right yeah we've now. got four in the storage unit yeah right now, you gotta
0: have so. a few you gotta have a few yeah. and that's a good point yeah. too
1: because a lot of people like the 16 valve Kasi okay. engine yeah.
2: 2.3 what or whatever yeah. Yeah, 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 and everybody talks about that, and yeah. they always ask us if that's what that car is. Right. Every time it's no, and we've had an opportunity here and there to buy one of those yeah. engines, buy those cars.
0: Uh, those got to be worth way too much money.
2: Uh, and even if you can get into a car for pretty cheap, like we had a yeah. buddy. Um, we have a fellow team. Shout out to Two Brothers Racing up in, uh, they're right outside of where Road America is. Okay, and they race in Champ Car. They've won overall once or twice. Yeah, they won and once
1: at Gingerman. Okay, yeah.
2: So they've had a very successful. They run a 2.316 valve, and they just bought a new parts car. So you can get into these cars like relatively well, but I mean, every single part that you're working on that car is more expensive. Like, right. Every single thing in the drivetrain, that the transmission. Yeah. Um, all those the parts things in the rev engine. to like eight
1: thousand though, right? Scream. You would know more about that. Ones, I, actually, so. I don't know what the rev limit I, on. I is, know it's hot How does there. the other half live? Yeah. We don't know. What is it called? The S14 motor. Well, that's oh, the yeah. BMW. Is the S14? Oh, I'm the, thinking the, of that one. Okay, the, the, it's yeah. just an M102 uh, with okay. a four valve head. We also okay.
2: didn't tell you the other reason why the Mercedes was chosen is because one of the team members has a huge Mercedes boner.
1: Well, somebody's <laughs> got
2: to. I mean, there's got to be a reason for it.
0: I think he might be the one you're talking about. I, I used to the hate that
2: car, though. Uh, I used to kind of hate it because, like, it was a car that wasn't figured out by anybody. Right. And I don't know how the the I mean, obviously the Civic's everybody like, figured out a Civic, right? And that's like right. you just see what other people have done. You see what the forums. Yeah, you can say. build
0: on 20 years of so people. There's not a lot
2: of forum knowledge on the racing no? Mercedes stuff. Okay. Um. And so I used I remember we just started working on this engine swap this year, and mm-hmm. it'll be Max and I putting a lot of effort into the car in the garage over the winter time. And this time last year, we were doing the same thing, and I was really depressed. I was, like, sad for yeah. the entire winter because it was a shitbox car. It handled, like, garbage. <laughs> it wasn't very fast. And I was paying a lot of money to be a part of this, you know, to be a part of this team and right. a lot of effort and everything. And this year, it's been, like, 100% or 180 degrees. The like, it looks ever. like
0: it handles pretty well. Like, well, when you put slicks
2: on it. it uh, <laughs> I've, I've been
0: behind you guys several times, and, uh, like... The car rotates pretty well, mm-hmm. looks like, and it doesn't look like it pushes. Uh, and it's got pretty good cornering speed. Like every time that I passed you guys, I w- it wasn't power. It was uh, whoever was driving. I just got so close to their bumper that they blew a braking zone. <laughs> that might have been you. <laughs> I think. Oh, well, one of those was definitely me. Yeah, Blackhawk Farms, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, maybe a Gingerman one time.
2: But but this year we're not going to be walked by me. Obviously. Well, that's or next year, 2020. That's good. Yeah. That's,
0: yeah, we, we all need to get on team 12.5 to 1 power to weight ratio because yeah. I wasn't there. I was maybe like two, 300 pounds overweight for the horsepower. I was 140 horsepower, boy. I'm a little but scared at what's going to happen. It's going to be an arms race in yeah. GLTC. Yep.
2: Yes, it is. Uh, and
0: by an arms race, I mean like everybody actually trying to get to the front of the pack. Because right. it's like there's a lot of ways to do it. Yeah. And you don't always have to spend a lot of money. But people like, are going to spend the winter making that extra 40 horsepower. We're pulling the extra 200 pounds out of the car, and uh, I think it's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to, to having a pack of cars that actually accelerate at the same rate. How <laughs> how
2: optimized is the Civic for GLTC uh, after you get the engine in it?
0: Well, it'll be 100% once I get the power to weight for it. Okay. I, I thought the car would would uh, would weigh about 100 pounds less, and then I went crazy on the cage, and uh, and I thought it would make about 20 pounds more uh, or 20 horsepower more. Um, but it just—I think the guy who who did the cam for me, I think didn't actually do a cam for me. I think it's an OEM cam. <laughs> oh, we know a guy like that. It 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 made 141, and I thought it was gonna make like 165. Mm. Uh, and it turns out, and so I geared the train. He's like, yeah, I don't make power to 8,500. It, ah, something fell over my house. <laughs>
3: um,
0: I geared the trans to like to rev to 8,000, and and it stopped making power at 68. And so like I'm running out of gear like 118 miles an hour. <laughs> oh, everything, was, everything was messed up. <laughs> oh, uh, but at least I'm s- I was sorting it. And then the brakes didn't work all year. but um, Did they work, you get that figured out? Uh, not, I, not yet. You're not using
2: more yeah. of the old brake fluid, are you?
0: No, I'm not. <laughs> but these these Willwoods I figured out at, uh, at the last race in October that one of them has a stuck piston. I rebuilt them, and something's hanging up. And they flex a lot more than I think they should because I can visibly see it. Uh, and I just wasn't getting the line pressure, so there's got to be hidden air somewhere. I'm going to redo a couple of the brake lines. There's like a high spot in the brake line system that I think is the problem. Okay. I think I've been chasing just air stuck the whole year. Sure. I, I I can floor the pedal, uh, and it may, and it stops pretty well. It just doesn't stop as good as it should. But I can get the pedal all the way to the bottom, which is a problem. Okay. So.
2: That's not ABS at all, right? That's no,
0: it's, uh, it's floor mount pedals, okay. and everything is motorsports crap, so... Just sorting it, and I don't put any time into it. I'm always fixing my RV or prepping for an event. The car is the last thing to go, you know. Yeah, you know, the last thing that I do is make the car work. But <laughs> it, it, uh, the event has to happen before I can have a car to drive at the event. Steal, well, the rest of us of your always beverages. appreciate
1: the work you put into making the events happen.
0: Though. Well, if, if if I get out on track a couple times a year, like it's a successful year for me. But it's a successful year for grid life if everybody gets on track every single time. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. It doesn't matter really what this thing does. If this gets to an event, fine, cool. But
2: Responsibility. Well, yeah, what's that like? It's sort of a job, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, but you, I, so do you, you don't work full time? No, I
0: have a regular okay. job, too. Um, I have a construction company with my dad. And I'm stuck in both jobs because I'm kind of like a partner in both jobs. Mm-hmm. And so I can't quit either job. Sure. Uh, so, so I just work six to seven days a week. So, But uh, I was super frustrated this morning because I just didn't want to go to work on a Sunday. And I was, you know. Saturday. Saturday, man. Saturday. And, uh, and I thought like, man, I had like four days, five days off this year where I didn't do anything that weren't Sundays. And I only had like 22 Sundays off. Yeah. Because we had a ton of events or travel days or whatever and i just got super crabby and uh nothing makes me happier than talking about race cars so now i'm not crabby anymore Yay, so thanks yeah. for coming over yeah <laughs> absolutely you guys just stopped up to pick up my old simulator that i zapped together yeah and so you're going to do uh you're going to do i racing things yeah i'm runner? hoping
2: that i can uh so my goal is to be able to get off track yeah. and take max loop for out in a couple of races so i know him and tom gorman like doing that so right. or, or <laughs> gorman sorry but uh yeah so Eh, we'll see. I don't know. The plan yeah. is to have multiple sim rigs at my house, right? Because Forrest has the garage. He's the uh, the Forth Giant garage. Rig. The yeah, giant yeah. garage. Um, one of our friends has like a bar downstairs. Mine's going to be the arcade. Okay. So what I'd like to do is have mini game nights, kind of like the grid. At game your own house. At our house. Just a bunch of cl- slap together sim rigs. Yeah, so. <laughs> and a bunch of beer. And I think it'd be a lot of. It doesn't sound of, terrible. Like, <laughs> it doesn't. Say, no, it sounds <laughs> a pretty good time.
0: It sounds like a very good time actually.
2: Yeah. The okay. other thing too is, and I don't know how. Real this is, but I've never done iRacing. Right. I've done Forza. I was gonna dabble with the five di- uh, five dime guys this yeah. year. Yeah. I think I still will.
0: They race five tens in uh, in Forza.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I practiced with those guys a okay. couple times. Um, it's a lot of our drivers too. Most yeah, of yeah, of them. absolutely. I still can't get under a one forty a Gingerman though. So no, that's not happening. <laughs> but but um, I would like uh, to get more. Tra- I mean, does it work for track time? Do you know? I mean, does the iRacing uh, thing, does it, it makes you better. Okay. It, it makes you better. It'll help um, you learn your, your marks on track. Like oh, yeah, yeah.
0: especially in iRacing. The, uh, the game is, like, it's very accurate. Um, I went to the – only, the only time I was on a track after I did iRacing was I did, like, a couple hours in, at Daytona on the SimRig. Mm-hmm. And then we took the, uh, the 2018 season champs to Daytona for a champ car race okay um and i was like the the pinch hitter in case one of them didn't want to do two sessions or two stints um and the, at right about dusk uh piglisi or josh Orr didn't want to go out again and it was hot and it was you know they'd never been there it was a car they didn't know and uh, what,
2: what part of the year was it in
0: it was april uh but it was like
2: 90 degrees a day wow
0: um, okay. but so i got thrown in the car and i thought well at least i did it on iRacing, racing <laughs> and like yeah, I mean it's an easier track to like get eighty percent of the car out of, but yeah, it seems like totally familiar. It actually does build that like that first track day of just getting familiar with it. That's a lot easier day. Yeah. So if you if or you do a track that you aren't familiar with,
1: or someone like myself who like I really, as far as like a skill that I need to work on, you know, perfecting is, is it not
2: driving off track and destroying splitters. Yes. It's well, a I skill. was going to say that I working <laughs> it's a good on good skill.
1: We're working on driving by thinking. More about what I'm actually doing rather right. than going by feel, right? Okay. Because yeah, I seat I, I, of the I, pants I, versus right. thinking your way through the track. Right. Yep. That's something that I've always been really bad about. Is I've spent a lot of time sliding cars around like an idiot, but right. I haven't spent a lot of time, you know, actually trying to drive like a. Like I mean, it
0: is seat. Long, it's basically know? seat time. It's yeah. it, it and it takes away that seat of the pants feel, right? Like you said, you got to think your way through the lap. Then, right? Um, I remember like three or four years into to, to do an HPDES, I just start instructing, and I remember there was uh, like it was the first track day of the year. And I, I don't remember where I, where I was, Audubon or Gingerman or whatever. And I remember thinking like I got off track and I thought I could actually like visualize every millimeter of that track. I can like think my way through the track. I remember what I did and I was like pre-planning things like I was looking for markers more. And like I remember watching corner workers more. Um, it, it I, w- I just got out of that like seat of the pants feel. And I think it probably helps a lot of people right, not yeah. do that. <clears throat> We, no. saw, uh, we saw DJ Allison Drini this year jump right into GLTC, and he had basically done, like, one track day. But he's, like, like worldwide, fast, like, championship-level iRacing guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he got a race car. He went to a driving school. Uh, like, he basically, like, did two track days at Summit Point in an SCCA driving school and then, like, jumped into GLTC. Uh, and Scott had him for the first weekend under the comp school evaluation program but like didn't have to even talk to him. Like he was just, he was right there and he was at the front of the pack. He was like top three that weekend. So, um, and from not having really, you know, didn't have that hundred track days under his belt. Like a lot of people do before they race. Like it's a, it's a real tool. It's totally a tool.
2: I like it too. Cause if you do it in that direction, like road America right. race, obviously on video game simulators plenty of times. And then you go there in person. It's like, okay, yep. now I have, I don't just visually see it anymore. I feel it through my butt. Right. So it kind of gives you a little bit of a
0: yeah you know. Um. That was the other track that I had never been on, but I did it in iRacing, and then a couple okay. of years ago I did it. Um, or no, I did it on a simulator, uh, I'm mean gonna a Forza or something, sure. a video game Forza, and a couple of years ago we did just an HPDE there, uh, in conjunction with WRL, and I wasn't lost. Like even just video game stuff, uh, it it does it does prep you so people spend a lot of money on iRacing racing setups but i think you can pretty you can start pretty basic too like this is pretty basic you basically just paid for a used wheel sure. and gave you all the rest of the crap yeah, yeah 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 um and I mean, it'll it'll still get you there. It'll still do something. But
2: I wasn't gonna buy it, but then Forrest tagged me in the post, and I'm like, well, Because <laughs> I saw it, I was like, "I, I think I will." Well, but I found uh, a good
1: deal on one that I think I may be picking up too. Yeah. It's all the components without the rig. But yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Can
0: the, we, we, with uh, our first Gridlife game night setup was like I think they're called play seats. Mm-hmm. The rigs. And they're like hundred dollar rigs. They're oh, really? like super oh, nice. cheap. Yeah, um, I'd recommend them. They even come with like basic racing seats, like the, and they fold in half too, so oh, you can nice. like fold it up and okay. throw it in the closet. Um, it, uh, I, th- yeah, I think, I think they're like one hundred and twenty five, hundred and fifty bucks. Uh, and they're they're like a little bendy and stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, they're fine. Uh, this last game night uh, at, in Vegas, couple last weekend. It's probably the last time that those will be at, at game night. We just got a sponsorship from. Uh, our seat, I think, and they make this insane rig, and it's so heavy duty. It's like 200 pounds of steel. Oh wow! Oh, um, so now if we have You to, could turn yeah. this into a cage. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. and it's like <laughs> real <laughs> roll cage tubing. And uh, but those are like $2,000, oh, like wow. 1,800 yeah. bucks, I think. Oh, um,
2: Most people have more into their sim rigs than Max did in his race cars before the Trump That I believe. That oh, I yeah. totally. Believe. Everything I
1: raced before jump <laughs> car for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: so so how long have you been doing track stuff?
1: Um, so this is
0: Dusty's first year.
1: Yeah, this is Dusty's.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I well, mean, you did some track days. I've, okay, so I've done autocross for a little bit. Okay, actually, I, you know, it's I did I did the wrong thing. I had a Miata right. that was god awful, yeah. and then I went out and I, I waited to autocross until I bought a four hundred thirty horsepower muscle car.
0: Oh yeah, that's the that's the way.
2: Yeah, and then I did that <laughs> on cold, terrible all season tires,
0: and then you wondered why it was why you were mediocre. But it,
2: it did it did make me learn. Like I got my butt kicked in cam all right. the time, but. It made me learn, like, okay, you know, like, in low-grip environments, everything's happening a little bit slower, so I could pick up on that stuff, and oddly enough, I think the the years of, like, Gran Turismo in middle school kind of helped at least understand the concepts of weight transfer a little bit, and, I mean, so far, we're... You know, we're competitive of the non-competitive guys. And well, yeah, you are
1: mid-pack is the correct term. Ex- yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like the <laughs> we're mid-pack not in, people either. Dude, the so. mid-pack in GLTC
0: is like I think it's like the funnest racing I've ever done. Oh man! It, the, so, like, if you do regular club racing, like yeah. uh, with Seca, uh, the NASA guys, whoever, like usually there's four to eight cars. If you do a regional event, or even if you do a national event, or whatever, there's like four to eight, maybe ten tops that like are in your class. And of those guys, there's like usually one guy that's close. So, like, it's sort of like you, you do an aggressive start, and then the pack spreads out, and then most of my, most of my wheel-to-wheel races, like, ended, like, basically HPDE. There wasn't sure. anybody within a straightaway. Right.
2: Know. Well, and even uh, champ car can get like that sometimes. My first session at NCM was kind of like that. Yeah. But the thing that, and I'm sure you, you know, but the thing that you guys are doing that I'm not getting anywhere else is that we're doing the mid-pack with all of our friends. It's great. And you get oh, yeah. out and like the first thing I did after having this incredible battle at Gingerman with Looper, where the show was out pulling us every straightaway, and I was out breaking myself in every corner. It's a Taurus SHO, yeah, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's and, a real uh, race car. Yeah. And uh, what happened was we got I finally passed him because some oil across the track and turned ten. Yeah. At the very end of the race. And we ended, up, we ended up beating him. But the first thing I did getting out of that car was I ran over and I gave him a huge hug because it was just an incredible it's, experience. It's so fun. And back uh. there with uh, Scott Robertson too. We've had a lot of uh, good times yeah. with him in the back of the pack. Road America was really interesting because he's with the one lap stuff. He's really good there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went through the kink with the front bumper of that Miata painted to the back bumper of our mercedes 190 more than once <laughs> totally different cars out. i know i know yeah. but you go through the you go through the carousel and he yeah. just made up all of the speed through there yeah. and was all over the back of the, the car is probably 500 pounds lighter oh and, yeah and, and it's much smaller too i know yeah. we've got a, we've had a couple photoshop images out there that are kind of funny your but car the big one and the, yeah, other cars. the big the big bend it's actually not that big it's really not that no. big but he can't see through that car when he's in the Mercedes. No. I, yeah. Behind when he's, when he's behind
0: the, uh, this, I sit on the floor here Yeah, and I can't see when I'm behind your car. <laughs> all I see is your car. And so yeah. I was just at, at Blackhawk Farms. I'm staring at your brake lights. Like as soon as, well, the, bra- as, soon as the brake lights come on, <laughs> I'm, t- I'm touching <laughs> and I just want to get as close as I can because sure. I can't get around you. Like yeah. the cars, Blackhawk's really small. Too. Yeah. Like it's narrow. And, and it's, so it's kind of hard to go two cars wide. Um, and I didn't know you guys very well, and I thought I'm just gonna get
1: close. Yeah. Uh,
0: and if they make a mistake, I'm gonna take advantage of it. Well, but the, the <laughs> way the
1: pavement is there too. I mean, it's a very fun track, it but is. also you don't know exactly where you. Well, turn seven especially
0: is unpredictable in the braking yeah. grip. Yeah. Um, yeah. You do the little kink, and then you want to you know hit the brakes right away. Um, but. It, Sometimes it's dusty there. It just—it's yeah. not always super predictable. Somebody always goes off and turns seven. But so how many how many years had you done track stuff before you did uh, jump car? Thing?
1: So before getting a jump car, I had sporadically done stuff. Okay, even starting back in high school when I had a 200SX that I ran at Hornets. Oh yeah, but yep. it was really sporadic at that point. You, like you're not it, getting out of this without Hornets night of meaning destruction. Hornets meaning uh, uh, circle track. Circle track I was actually at the fairgrounds out in Washington. Okay, um, and there it was. they had a road course. Okay, you know, real uh, rare sight and that sort of racing. That's kind of <laughs> rare. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they just built a road course on the infield of the, the yeah. big oval. Um, but yeah, and then I'd done some um, some night of destruction racing where uh, you uh, what's that? Yeah, so th- there's no rules. Uh, you, you have to like the rules are like you can't make your car too reinforced because okay. they don't want people ramming to each other too hard. Right. No drivers' door hits, and it has to have six cylinders or less.
2: Are you familiar really? with New Paris yeah. Speedway out in Goshen, the Goshen, Indiana? Uh, I've area? heard of New Paris Speedway. I don't know anything. Quarter is, mile Thunderdome. It's okay. a quarter mile Thunderdome. They yeah. they they uh so the yeah. and water the track down. No. They do pole racing. They soap or they th- it. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think That's last cool. year. Uh, so we have yes. two teams in it. Um, Sigs and beer. Sigs and beer. So there's always a generic Sigs, generic beer car out there. But I think last year somebody got hurt too.
1: Yeah, someone actually got seriously injured, not on our team, but uh, someone got sideways and got hit in the door very hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, There's which, trucks and small yeah. cars on on track. Yeah, to yeah is, it's, it's six cylinders or less. What's they the goal? Like, Last car running? Oh, well, no, it's actually, it's not a demolition derby. So I only compete in the... Uh, <laughs> it doesn't look like yeah, that. the, the 20-lap <laughs> endurance race. Okay. Um, you know, so 10 miles. No, no, five miles, I should say, of racing um, around uh, New Paris Speedway. So, you know, it's just, every, everything goes. Uh, lots of contact, uh, trying to pit each other out and whatnot. But the goal is to finish first. Um, okay So it's still a race. It is still a race. No I actually, podium I mean. the first time I went out there. Oh really? Let's yeah, when it. I was in the <laughs> when I was in the Geo. Yeah. When, uh, by the way, so I tend to run these cars like a, a Geo and an Escort yeah. and a. Um, what was oh, the one last year? Thirty-eight
2: hundred.
1: Yeah, thirty-eight hundred oh, powered, powered. powered Olds um, okay. Cutlass. While everyone else yep. is out there in you know tanks trying to wreck each other out. Crown Vics. Yeah. Well, no uh, Crown Vics. Well, V6 Blazers, but no uh, no Crown Vics. V8 can't run it. Oh. Sad. But yeah. Yeah, a bunch of stuff like that. So lots of contact. And they have other events out there, too, like reverse races. I did that yeah. one year. My neck hurt for three months after. That. Yeah, I believe yeah, it. Yeah. Um, you can and, get, like, legit yeah. hurt doing some of this oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's like you show up the first time and it's like, do I need a Hans device? And they're like, Hans? Yeah, they're what's like, that? oh, you have a what's, what's German padded here?
1: thing around your neck. Is that <laughs> neck donut? What is uh-huh. that? So yeah, yeah. It's kind yeah. of like
0: the it's the Wild West. Oh, some yeah, of these circle uh, tracks.
1: it's some wild stuff. And actually, uh, if if I do build that sim rig, the uh, geo seat that I have around is from <laughs> the uh, podium Ooh. finishing, mm-hmm. Geo Prism.
2: So the interesting thing about him being at yeah. doing the Night of Destruction stuff, which you didn't do it this year, because no, we, do we do it graduated this year. to Grid Life. Yes, yeah, the, the, the real high, racing high took too much <laughs> of my racing, time, if you will. but oh how far you've came. I grew up at New Paris Speedway independently, so I'm Indiana, homegrown, born and raised, I guess, whatever. Right. Um, the other fib, right? Um, but uh, so I, my parents raced mini stocks there. Oh, yeah? I grew up there when I was like in elementary school or whatever. And then I go to college, I meet this group of, of people that live on this cul-de-sac in this certain part of town that there are always burnout marks on, and right. it's a good time. And they're racing at this racetrack that I grew up at, which mm-hmm. I just thought was the That's weirdest pretty rad. Thing.
0: To do that in college, to be able to do racing, oh, oh yeah, that's like the only place you can do it is circle track, because you're not right. paying six hundred dollar entry fees and five hundred dollar entry fees, sure. you know. Yeah, Some I mean you're paying fifty money. bucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, early on in Slip Angle, we had my buddy Ryan on, who literally has made money doing racing, uh, doing cir- doing circle track. Like, oh hi Emma. Yeah. This is my five year old Emma. Emma, do you want to say hi? Hang on. There's things to, there's 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 things on the floor. Watch out. Are you going to play with your friends? Yeah. Where are the boys at? It's coming over in a little bit. Do you want to say hello? Here. Talk to talking to the microphone. Hello. Yeah, the boys are coming over. <laughs> <laughs> you can go outside and play if you want, bud. we're we're going to be done here in a little bit, okay? Mom? I had the same
2: I actually had the same reaction when I first spoke on the podcast. Just yeah. hit it better. Yeah. So. <laughs> she's
0: she's pretty good at it. Hey Emma what? Mom's looking for you can you shut the, Can you shut the door so that so the cold doesn't come in? thanks, buddy.
2: You are a really busy guy. <laughs> it's too much <laughs> There's too much
0: going on. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, my buddy Ryan makes money doing wheel uh, during like wheel like, the wheel uh, circle the Open
2: chart. wheel, like the sprint car stuff. No, or?
0: he's doing like RSXs in the dirt, and he oh, goes all cool. over. Yeah, so he, that's like the Hornet type stuff. Yeah, they, there's also out in Joliet. I, th- I don't remember what it's called, but uh, you have to have a big V8, uh, and like they bring in huge crowds. Is uh, that the dirt track close to Autobots? It's right by Autobahn, right by yeah. this, right by the drag strip, um, and I think the rules are like giant V8, giant car from like the 70s or 80s. And you can protect the driver's side door. So they got a piece of angle iron on the door, like six inch tall, like like building, you know, frame rail or something, um, and like a floor joist out of an industrial building on the driver's side door, and that's all they got. Uh, wow. And I think it pays twenty five grand no to win. No bonuses or anything,
2: just regular uh, three. I points? think I
0: think it's just three point I think yeah. it's kind of just what you
2: want to run. It on sounds like thing. a yeah. safer yeah. night of destruction.
0: <laughs> um, and so I think they do. I think it's the dirt track, and like <laughs> the goal is to it's it's like that only with bigger, faster cars. And these dudes build like five hundred horsepower engines. Jeez. And wow. and it's just crowd pleaser, and oh, they, yeah. get a, they get it. They get a cut of the uh, of the ticket of the gate. And, like, I think it's like 25 grand to win or something. It's something crazy. Jeez. It's a lot of money. And they split it between, it's like an Enduro. I think they do them like two hour Enduros or one hour Enduros. Okay. And they split it between the drivers. And so, like, you get a four person team, he'll make like five grand if they win. Like, it's nuts. It's Man, crazy. are in the wrong business. I know. <laughs> I got to get him back on the show. He, he lives uh, right in Cherville, Indiana, like uh, oh, cool. right across the border. But um, yeah, Circle Track is different. It's very different.
2: It's a different crowd, too. Yeah. you know, it, And you probably hear this all the time, but when I first heard about Gridlife and I saw the commercials and the, oh the ads on social media, I'm like, well, not going to that. Nope, and, screw uh, those guys. And <laughs> when I went to it and I was like, holy cow, was I wrong? I mean, it's a, it's a really good time. It, it,
0: well, I mean, the, uh, the, a lot of the ads have drifters and uh, EDM music, but there's plenty of everything that
2: else. That still too. ends uh, up being fun, though way yeah. more fun than i thought
0: it would be. So the first time uh, I, we did a Grid Life uh, was the first time i saw a, a real drift event. And uh, so i didn't know anything about drift you and didn't I'm, know anything about drift before you No, Chris the, did. Uh, Chris knew about it. Chris had he had made friends with uh, a couple of like local drift teams uh, cuz he he directed a Floسترdomus music video. Um, and they had it was for the song Underground i think and they had a bunch of drift cars in the video. And so he made friends with these dudes, and he saw him at like some local shows and stuff. He was like, Chris was like, sort of in the car scene still. He was more into like mopeds and things, but he knew these drift dudes, and uh and he thought, you know, let's like, let's we got to get all of our friends in one spot. So we did good Life because we had been hosting this HPE called Honda Mate for like ten years, um, or whatever. Uh, this is our sixteenth year, so that would have been like our tenth or twelfth year of Honda Mate, um, and. uh yeah, so we did this event with drift and we like sorted it a time attack but it was really more just a bunch of HPD. Uh, we did a time attack the first year was like lap timer time attack in 2014 but there's a lot of people there I mean, we had a sh- we had like a, a EDM show and stuff and the uh, first time I saw drift was like it was pretty good like I thought it was cool and then the next year Ryan Turk came with a streetcar and like, He did a hundred mile an hour entry backwards into turn one and (laughs) made it, and I'm in the third or second floor with uh, we that year we had like uh, we were using real AMB transponders the first year, and we had like hired some SCCA dude who was like seventy to help us do timing. So he sets up the timing, and he's pretty unimpressed, you know, because it's just a bunch of street cars running around. And then Drift comes up and he's pretty unimpressed. Like, he's like, oh, this is going to be pretty stupid figure skating with cars. (laughs) And then Turk comes down the front straightener and he's like, holy shit. (laughs) The first time he makes it through turn one. And that was where I was like, wow, Drift doesn't suck at all. Drift is pretty freaking rad. Yeah, Yeah. because
2: my first grid life was 2018. Okay. As a spectator. Last year, yeah. Yeah, I bought my Mustang and promptly drove straight there pretty much. Right. And um, I parked, and it made me the saddest person yeah. in the world to have it parked on the side of the racetrack yeah. with all this cool stuff going on. That,
0: that was a busy year too. That was those I think that was the first year we did really long days. Was two years uh-huh. ago. Okay. Yeah. Um this year was even longer. But
2: it was a good well, time.
1: All the
0: yeah,
2: way to the night back. on uh yeah. the,
1: the fall special. Yeah, and right? the wind so, people yeah. didn't yeah. last that year was the first year
0: we did we did nighttime yeah. at Fall Special too, yeah. But the uh yeah seeing Turk go backwards almost in a turn one. It just blew my mind. Cause I Because I was like your typical like Track day, dude, you Mm -hmm. know, like, and I raced wheel to wheel with a couple groups. And I kind of like an SCCA. Yeah, I I, I did. We, Chris and I both did Lemons, and then I got into SCCA and I raced a couple NASA weekends. Um, and then got too busy doing Grid Life and spent like four years like cramming wheel to wheel into Grid Life, and we finally got it. So that was my, that was my sole push for like four years was we got to do wheel to wheel. We got to do wheel to wheel. Do you ever
2: feel like you? Loving driving and doing that kind of stuff, did you like, did it feel different having to mm-hmm. not be doing it as much because you um, were cultivating this big thing? Yeah,
0: it, it sucked because <laughs> I really like driving. I that, uh, that patience. Uh, I really, really love being on track. It's like the only time that I have nothing else on my mind mm-hmm. is when you're driving. You know, like everything else goes away and you have like singular focus for like that 15, 20 minutes. And, uh obviously even like in daily life that doesn't happen very often because you got a five-year-old and you got two jobs and broken cars and there's always something (laughs) happening and it usually involves like a sawzall and a screaming kid not at the same time usually but it
2: sounds very similar to our our bullshit but it's not Uh, it has no kids involved yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, kids are busy (laughs)
0: but uh, yeah it's it sucked for a few years like not having because I didn't have a place in good life like I mean I was the I was the director of everything on track, and I, I didn't have anything that I wanted to do. Like, I wanted to, like, Time Attack looks cool, but, like, I don't want to build a Time Attack car. Like, that's crazy. I don't want to do that. I, don't, I want to build a drift car, but I can't. Like, I ain't got time. And I'd been building this thing for five years. I've had this car for 20 years. And, um, and so I just had to, like, cram it in, <laughs> just <laughs> build a place for us to play. But uh, And it turned out pretty good, so... I'm pretty happy with GLTC. It it's was, bringing the um, weird cars out anyway. Yes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's bringing, uh, it's bringing 190Es uh, to Gridlife. Uh, and then now there's like a following. Now we've got half a dozen of you. Right. We,
2: we're trying to get more out there. We're trying to uh, sing the Gridlife song in some other groups. We appreciate it. And uh, there, there might come a time where there's like three or 4 190s on track. In wheel to wheel with no, with one or only two. That <laughs> would be bizarre.
0: That would be unexpected. Um, so what? Uh, as far as the 190e, like, why did you want to do a 190e? Is it just something you had and it was cheap? Or? Well,
1: no. We actually uh, went to uh, some pretty extreme lengths to pick this car up. Okay. Uh, we got kicked out of Virginia in the process and everything. how that happen? <laughs> so uh, that sounds cool. Yeah. So uh, we uh, drove down to um, uh, where this car was located in Virginia um so it's not rusty no it's it's actually very rust free um it's good it's a good start uh, after we, we had done all the you know the decision that we wanted a, a 190e we wanted the six cylinder and we wanted the manual right well that that alone meant that someone went to the dealership and said i want a base model mercedes oh it's only on automatic i want it cheaper yeah. right so someone had to really put effort into getting this manual into the u.s there's not a lot of manuals yeah. huh? especially in not a Cosworth, right yeah and yeah. so the I mean,
0: causeworths are worth like Way too much,
1: power. right? Yeah, and it's you know it's and so we got we had to find this car, um, and we had previously been on a tail of the dragon trip two weeks, three weeks prior, okay. where um, one of my friends actually got rear-ended on the trip, okay. and he had to leave his car down there. So we're like, okay, we'll kill two birds with one stone. This car is like 200 miles from the tail of the dragon. We'll go down there. We'll pick the one car up with the trailer, and then we'll also swing up to where this car is in Virginia, drive it home. Okay. Well, so it was a street car. Yeah, it was a street car. It wasn't somebody's yeah. beat up race car. Well, it was someone's like failed restoration project. Okay, but it was still running and tagged. So yeah. decided to drive it home. Uh, guy keeps the tags, uh, the plates, and um, we're driving it with uh, a plate from a, the same Geo that I ran in night of destruction. Actually, <laughs> uh, the plates from that car when it was a road car on the black on the back of the one ninety. Right. And um, get pulled over, of course. And mm-hmm. the cop isn't just like, hey, you know, I see you guys just bought this. Get it out of my state. He was like, get this out of my state now.
2: Yeah. Before I take it. That's what I take. Was it. trying to be done. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm like, yes, like, yeah, we're on the. We can't the pull highway. over any further. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're right. trying to get the hell out of your state. So <laughs> um,
1: just based on the geography of everything, it was like maybe 30 miles to right. just go to, um, from Virginia to North Carolina right. uh, versus driving through Virginia in an efficient manner. To where we actually need to go so we uh drive down to north carolina drop the 190 off come back pick up the broken um this was so he didn't give you he didn't, he didn't, didn't like impounded no anything. he didn't impound he did give us a ticket though okay um but uh <laughs> did the my team chair. pay for the cost of the ticket actually so um what's funny about this is you know john bruce he was driving it when it happened and his um his grandpa's you know about as much of a you know this is a this former team member who yeah. looks
2: just like Ziggy
1: Stardust.
2: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: he's a great guy. Um, and so his, his grandpa is as much of a, you know, don't tread on me kind of person as I am. And so uh, he pays a ticket because he's like, you shouldn't have to pay that. That's stupid. <laughs> that's a real cool. freedom fighter. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, his, his grandpa paid that I ticket. I love that, grandpa. That's a great yeah. grandpa. <laughs> the official sponsor of the race right.
0: car. Uh, how many people own this car right now? What's the uh, team so look like?
1: Well, currently we've got four paid in team members okay.
0: and we are uh, adding a fifth oh yeah yeah right mean, you can buy a lot more parts when somebody buys in right right exactly <laughs> i love the team ownership thing we we sort of have that with dan the sedan the blue oh, right f- yeah. the blue four-door four of us own that and then james beats it up and drives it so james is sort of like an unpaid fifth right now <laughs> he's storing it for us right now too i hope he put coolant in it james better put coolant in. It. i told him to <laughs> yeah we had to do that <laughs> too, it got cold the other. it got down mm-hmm. like 10 degrees here the other day but um yeah, so we have four of us that, that own it. And uh, ideally, that'll be a full GLTC car next year, too. We're going to put a K-Series in it if we... If we get all the parts, oh, it would be but a lot
2: of fun. It'll be very fun yeah. um, but
0: yeah. So we're all getting faster, which t- is good. It's <laughs> yeah, not, it's just yeah, yeah. So, so the new swap <laughs> that you're doing, it, does all this stuff like just drop in, bolt in stuff, or how does yeah, it all so work? So
1: it's uh, the M104 is the M103, which is the engine it is right now right. with the dual overhead cam head. Okay. So same block, same um, engine mounts, yeah, same trans engine bell mount. housing. Yeah. So okay. it all lines up. It's kind of like if you, you know, like 302 Fox to 351 Fox right. kind of thing. Um, so it all bolts up, sits in the car. Um, however, uh, we had to come up with uh, an ECU setup, which okay. uh, that's going to be some interesting OEM ECU swap wiring, you know, yeah. jumping pins kind of sort yep. of deal. But yeah, it's uh, seems like it should be pretty straightforward. Haven't done one of these yet. I've okay. worked on tons of these, but so so previously,
0: direction. basically, you were just running factory 190E engines, just different
1: different ones. It, well, so factory for the era.
2: Okay. Um, well, the good news yeah. about these cars is they've got a little bit of the OBS Ford truck thing about okay. them, where there's yeah. a lot of interchangeable bits to them, right? I mean, right. even we we would talk about the suspension that came out on the 190e is still in spirit on the Dodge Charger today. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: It's yeah. like rear that generation stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah so they, I've heard
2: that that's an old Mercedes
1: platform. Yeah. yeah they developed the suspension on the 190. And okay. then it was used on the one two four, and then the two ten E class. Right, and then it went from that E class out to Chrysler buying it. Yeah, or when when the when Daimler Chrysler yeah.
0: merged, they started building stuff out of it. You're right. That's and so weird.
1: It's, a, it, it's it's a legacy kind of thing. I mean, you know, who knows exactly how much of a bolt up, but you know, the points are still the same. Right. Right. We're
2: basically Wesley Motorsports
1: Junior.
0: Yeah, yeah, right, right there. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually going to be drag racing more this year.
1: Oh, really?
2: Yeah,
0: I think that's where Dodge wants the money. Spent.
2: That makes me yeah. a little sad because seeing those big cars on a road course. Yeah, he's me so happy. He's
0: been running those things with us for several years, but uh, I think he's still coming to festivals. Oh, but, cool. Um, cool. Yeah, I saw him at SEMA last week. He sat, he sat in the, him and his brother and son sat in the booth for a while, but uh, yeah, drag racing in like so, some stock class, and mm. it sounds like the the only thing stock in the engine on the in this stock class is the cam lift. Oh everything else is not stopped. <laughs> so um but yeah so that, so what it uh, like w- electrical wise that's yeah. o- always like the big problem with every engine swap right? even Hondas you know like they're all legos they bolt together or somebody makes a mount kit for it but like that's where everybody gets hung up and then they sell the car cheap on Craigslist and I buy it so <laughs> but uh what do you have to do wiring
1: wise like yeah so we have the uh, the harness out of a um a W124 that is the uh the same like right. I, I, like as long as you don't have traction control okay. and all these other features I found a guy who was selling the ECU for the the car without traction control right. and then we could set it up with a mechanical throttle body and all this stuff that really it sounds like it's a Bolted in, right, and it will run uh, with this ECU with a couple pins. Charged. So you
0: don't quite know, but you're trying. Yeah, we're trying. Okay. Like,
1: well, other people have done this. We're not. We're actually not the first ones for once to be. doing That's <laughs> good. Ben, you know? yeah, these so, these yeah. have
0: been like pretty popular street cars. Right. Yeah. Um, Lots of
1: people have done this. They've done these this mods. ECU okay. setup, and you know, so someone out there will be able to tell us. You know, what pins need to be jumped. I haven't right. actually got that far in the research yet to know the numbers, but I know yeah. it's a. Uh, it needs to be able to start. Like you need to be able to start it with the starter without going through the ECU and stuff. like Okay. That. Beyond that, it's it should be pretty straightforward and run on a. So you can basically just hotwire the starter and yeah. everything yeah, else. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. That's cool. And uh, yeah, it should be a pretty powerful. Swap. There's there's always right
0: the uh, there's always the standalone uh, option, but yeah. that's that's a that's a
2: hard option at first. Well, well the cool All thing right. about the standalone too is with our current the setup we're going to, we could eventually go standalone, yeah. which we could then. With some cams, okay. you know, even get another 20 to 30 horsepower out of yeah. the setup, we think. Yeah, because
1: another thing that I haven't really mentioned about this that's a huge step up for us is we're going from old-style mechanical fuel injection, with oh, okay. a fuel distributor, yeah, the CIS yeah Braided
0: fuel hoses all over the place. Yeah, just a true
1: true monster and now you're and going
0: to a, to a to to a an electronic <laughs> yeah. injector in a rail huh? right yeah you know that's kind of cool
1: with some injectors on it and a I didn't know those cars
0: sensors. were I didn't yeah. know those cars were mechanical injection cars yeah it's actually not like mechanical but it basically is it's old German stuff yeah well it it's uh,
2: the same setup as on a I have a, a couple of old single cam nine sob 900s right and it's all the same so when I saw that I was yeah. like oh this looks familiar we're screwed. Oh, I <laughs> <it>. <laughs>
1: yeah
0: Is there any tuning you can do with it with with like uh, a factory ECU? With Uh, the
1: factory ECU, no. Uh, but, there's mechanical uh, tuning. Yeah, there's some mechanical tuning. Yeah. Uh, it involves a little more lift and maybe some duration, too. Well, right? well no, I mean, even but, with that
2: old CIS, like, oh, but you, you yeah. can't find this online. Yeah. You have to look through old hard copy news. Yeah, I, I would yeah.
0: assume that yeah. with that stuff, there is. there was somebody back then that tuned it. Yeah, yeah that stuff wow. is
1: actually, it's a little bit more like, you know, people talk about, oh, I can tune my carburetor right with a screwdriver, but right. it never runs right. Yeah. It's the same thing with the CIS. It's like, you okay. know, on paper, it's supposed to make 188 wheel horsepower, or not wheel, mm-hmm. sorry, 108 crank horsepower, and we're getting walked by Miatas. So right. something yeah. isn't adding but up there. It's
2: a lot of black magic, and we yeah. really didn't want to sacrifice any goats to make it work, so right. we just yeah. kind of stayed away from that yeah. kind of stuff. We, we, well, yeah, with with a German car, would it be goats or would it be something else? Oh, know. geez, I don't we, know. It would be something. <laughs>
0: but yeah. the, uh, uh, with the With the new ECU, is that like a flashable ECU or
1: not? Oh, yeah, the new ECU is not really something that people currently not a lot help of us with not a lot of market I mean, yeah, there yeah. if we were in 1995 i mean we right
0: could contact somebody would solder in a 28 pin yeah, chip and uh, and you'd down. have to walk downstairs and burn a chip and come back up and <laughs> your car's tuned yeah yeah you gotta you gotta have one of the printers that uses the paper with the holes on the side of it <laughs> yeah. and cranks it out
2: we would have had to, the pull out radios at the time too mm-hmm. right yeah, I, I had one, one of those yeah. in this car at one time. Oh,
0: really? <laughs> yeah, 1990, or 2000, 2001. Oh, man. And, I, and that was like a 1995 stereo at the time. But I always have old junk. I never have anything new. That's knew, like that's everything awesome. else we yeah. drive.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm getting rid of the, the Mustang that I just bought, but I can't get mm-hmm. rid of it yet because it's the most reliable car I have for the wintertime. Got to have that. So yeah, <laughs> it's going to stay with yeah. me till the spring. What kind of Mustang is it? Oh, uh, it's, I mean, it's, uh, it's a 2015 GT. Okay. I mean, it's, it's really, it's just fine. got to be fun in the winter, though. So, I'm not a Mustang guy. Since I'm talking to the wide world, I can say this now. (laughs) For the record, and everybody understands, not a Mustang guy. But I grew up around a Mustang family, and so it was really embarrassing to buy this car. But I was happy to have an independent rear suspension V8 manual car that I spent way too much on. And I did the classic. Mike Lewin warned me about this, because I I actually work with Mike Lewin at my job from Professional Awesome. But um, he uh, he told me he said you're going to you're going to drive this car. You're going to have one close incident during mm-hmm. an HPDE and you're going to have the pucker factor and then you're going to want to buy a $2500 shitbox and do the same thing. <laughs> well, That's I bought a 97 Cobra to do the time. same oh, thing yeah? when I won't be driving the Mercedes next. Okay. Year. So what
0: still, uh, what are you doing to the Cobra? Uh,
2: right now just brakes and uh, probably uh, yeah. bushings and you know just I just want lo- to I love those cars. There, uh, it's it's really fun. Uh, what's really great They're about probably it now, terrible actually, but I love them. <laughs> it's a lot quieter than the S five fifty Mustang, right? So, um, and the the tires on the back are made out of like old erasers, pretty much mm-hmm. at this point. So I can just clutch dump, and it makes no sound, but it makes a lot of smoke. It's cool. It's kind of fun. Nothing wrong with that. That's a good yeah. street car. We actually tested out our wheel LED lights mm-hmm. for the that we that we got the best dressed for. Yeah, at you uh, guys got you guys got special
0: the, at. Uh, uh, you guys got the award from the corner workers saying that yes. your car was the coolest nighttime. Well, car. we
2: tested those lights out mm-hmm. on the Cobra during a. Yeah, what did you end up antenna. doing
0: with it? What were those?
2: Oh, those were just little. Um, y- everybody who didn't win is going to hate us for this, but they were just yeah. little tiny. We paid like twelve dollars for fifty of these things. Those mm-hmm. They're L- valve stem those LED yeah. little. And you just
0: put them all over the wheels. Just one. That Wait, was just one.
2: Just one. Just we just were one. that fast, Adam. That fast.
0: Because th- it looked like you had. T- <laughs> it looked like you had tons <laughs> of them. I know. I know. <laughs>
2: Some of the photos were really cool.
0: Yeah, the uh, a bunch of people had those at uh, Alpine Horizon at Colorado. Oh man! And uh, the drifters did, and they looked so rad. We're going. Uh, we're going in twenty twenty. It's the best event. It's going it's to be gonna like be a so huge good. pilgrimage
2: for us, but we're it's not go. that far. It's only it's twenty some It's not too yeah. bad. The The goal is by then, and you, and you've infected my my thought process on this, but. We're gonna have a class C by then, and we're just gonna yep. six person haul out there, n- right. not stop except for bathroom and gas.
0: Cheap RVs are fun, man. Yeah, they are fun, especially when you can make like pizza at the just- same time. <laughs> when like everything in the RV works, <laughs> that will be rad. When it's not just a rat trap, you mm-hmm. know. That's uh, if if you have a working kitchen and a bathroom, you can just go. That it's-
2: was the big. That was the kicker for me. Yep. I want a place to shower and go to the bathroom.
0: Yes, it's pretty nice. It's pretty. I I don't know if I could do these like four and five day events. 'Cause like i we'll show up on like a Tuesday or Wednesday for Midwest
2: Festival. I'll be there for like a week. And like it I can't do that out of a tent anymore. <laughs> like yeah. I we're still ca- tent yeah. camping, but I will say this the tent city that we created at Road America was kind of That fun. was pr- it was pretty it was pretty good looking too. Yeah. It got we, cold there that night though. It got very cold yeah. at night. Um but we had uh well we had Mario Kart yeah. going on the uh yeah, that was screen rad. at one point and then um yeah, it was a good
0: time. The nighttime vibes at Road America were a good one. That was a that was a good event. Like Nighttime wise, yeah. I, I loved it. That was fun. Saturday night was good. That was a good party. We had yeah. a lot of pizza.
2: I, I mean, I, I hate to say like we're buying all in on somebody's ideal, right? But we're, and we're still doing the Champ Car stuff. But like when we first started doing the GLTC stuff, I wasn't driving. I got right. the team to be like, all right, let's check this out. Yep. We did Midwest Fest, and the experience was so good that everyone's like, all right, let's do this a little more. It's, we it's pretty home. fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, and now now we're hoping to do as much as we can in 2020.
0: The uh, the evening scene is always a good time, of good life. They don't people don't go to bed. They just yeah. don't. They stay awake, and uh, there's always somebody to hang out with. Yeah, if well,
1: you get attacked by the, uh, the windstorm. Wind that's or the true. People. Save yourselves.
0: <laughs> we, we do get chased by tornadoes this year, yeah. so hopefully that's not a theme. <laughs> We're actually moving um, Colorado to August uh, okay. because, like, uh, July is like every every day at three o'clock is like a tornado. <laughs> 'Cause it comes off the mountain oh, and yeah. uh yeah, everything blows away. Okay. Uh so yeah, that's big that's a big part of the reason that Colorado is moving date wise is it just got like historically better weather. We got chased with a tornado like at every event this year. It was it's terrible. But everybody lived through it, so um
2: some good stories came out of that. Sometime.
0: Yeah, spent like uh like the pop up tents had disappeared and then they found them like uh, a township over at Gingerman oh, really? <laughs> somebody found a tent like in a tree like two blocks past the track oh, yeah. my gosh.
2: I still I still rewatch some of the Instagram videos it again. got crazy man oh that was that
0: was there was bad. a I, I was standing basically on the track um, and we were we were, I just sent the rescue guys to tow a car that was in an impact zone it was a drift session and so I walked right down to the track entrance right there and I look up and it looked like uh you remember Independence Day? Yes. The big spaceship line across yeah. the sky. Yeah. It looked like yeah. a spaceship came over the trees yep. and I called everybody on the team radio. I'm like it's going to get bad dudes and like <laughs> they dropped the stage like the they they literally had to drop the entire stage down um, cuz like it can fall apart and yep. uh there was one moment where there was uh, a man lift really high and there was a dude in it and I saw it rock. Uh, it was one of the live stream guys, I think, and it like it got weird for just a second. We almost had a man left fall over, but oh, but yeah, I mean, we have like a 18 page uh, book on like what do we do for weather, and like you flip to flip to the page, and here's the plan. Like we have, we have real festival like uh, worker people that like know how to organize this stuff, and like all the plans worked. So, so and all the plans worked at all the other events too. So. Um, but yeah, we got we got a little bit lucky at every event this year, but a lot of planning and thinking about it. Um, the rest of the team does a pretty good job of that. So when
2: are you guys gonna turn yeah. on the AC at Audubon?
0: That would be nice, wouldn't it? Man. Um I did have a, ni- a nice meeting with the president of Audubon. Uh, you guys were at the, the Subi Speed Expo Day, right? Some yeah, we were, yeah. Was it oh, you two? Yeah, it was just yeah. us. Yeah. And uh, I had a meeting with the president, and he assured me that uh, that he would try. <laughs> so uh, GLTC is coming to that event too. So. That um,
2: makes me super yeah. happy because I love that track, and a lot of people told yeah. me that track was garbage. That
0: track races better than at HPDES.
2: Oh my gosh, I yeah. love the layout of that track. South, it it, we're cool. we're going
0: to do South Track only this year or next year, um, but Brad Adams has uh, has goaded me uh, heavily to bring GLTC there because he and I did a uh, Lemons race there, and he's like, "Do you remember how good that track was in Lemons? Yeah. It's even better in a sprint race because he's raced NASA there right. a few times." Um, and I can't wait to do GLTC on South Course.
2: Some people who yeah. never raced there told me they didn't like the layout of that track. And right. South Course is one of even... I love South Course. It's one, great. In a 190, an underpowered 190, or in a 2015 Mustang, yeah. it was one of the most layouts of a track. It's a good track. It is yeah. a good
0: track. And, it, and for like a Spec Miata uh, plus level speed rate, which is like what GLTC is, mm-hmm. like heavier, a little bit faster than Spec Miata, like it's the perfect track. Sweet. The straightaway is yeah. not that long, but it's not short. So you get plenty. Of, you get three good passing zones, mm-hmm. and you can also run too wide everywhere there too. So, so it's, it's like a
2: wider Blackhawk almost.
0: Uh, sort of. It's 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 like a it's like it's like gingerman in different directions. You know, you can run too wide, three wide. Um, it's pretty safe. Not a lot of stuff to hit, uh, but uh, it's a fun wheel to wheel track. When
1: there's elevation change there.
0: A little bit, yeah. You get you get ten more feet than a lot of other Midwest <laughs> tracks. You know. <laughs> Well, we just did an hour of podcast, dudes. Oh so oh anything we else? Put a
2: microphone in front of Max and he'll just keep talking. We don't listen to the radio yeah. when we travel places. That's oh, why yeah. we travel to all the races together. Yeah, Because the whole time it's us solving the world's problems.
0: Well, you've gotta so, have, yeah. you got to have those problems solved. You can't just <laughs> let them be. It's a
1: little off topic, though, a lot of it. Oh, it is. And, yeah.
2: and probably it would offend a lot of people. But <laughs> that's like That's like every yeah. slip
0: angle. Usually we start talking about like RVs and pickup trucks, like more than cars. <laughs> so off topic is fine. Uh, the uh, So the 190E, uh, can come back faster? You going to run Hoosiers on the car?
1: Uh, we're going to keep trying. GLTC, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's uh, going to be wider, too. Yeah, it's going to be about four inches. Four inches wider? wider? Maybe. Wide. You think so? We're adding two inches to a side. It's not an Evo
2: 2 kit. Let the record say Really? It's not an Evo yeah. 2 kit.
0: Is there a lot of wide-body kits that exist for this oh, car?
2: No, I'm going to have to do a Tope. lot of work. I'm yep. so excited for yep. this. <laughs> We're going to close our eyes, put a, a weld mask on, and go yeah. to town. Have yeah.
0: you read the Grassroots Motorsports Forum thread, uh, Box Flares Make Everything Better? It's a I, pretty yeah. good thread. I've got
2: a theory on, on box yeah. flares. I, I just I love box
0: flares. I'm a giant so fan. That. You should read that thread if you haven't read it. Read it so. Anyway, well, I'll, uh, I'll let you guys drive back to Indiana, and I'm going to go do dad stuff. So hopefully all these uh, green jumpy bars meant we recorded things, and we are good to go. So um, rate and review us on wherever you do that, and uh, whatever, I don't care. So have, uh, have a good time, everybody who's listening.
3: Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jibay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the Pits at Grid Grid Live to say hello.